Welcome to the Vertifort Insurance Podcast, hosted by Rick Fox. Get ready for deep dive conversations into the insurance industry's most interesting and pressing subjects. Now sit back and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast, the VIP. I'm the host, Rick Fox, and veteran podcaster himself, veteran to our show, veteran to the industry, and someone that I consider a friend today, Chris Klein, executive director, new, newly appointed executive director for the Agents Council for Technology. Uh, Chris, my man, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me back. I don't know that I'm not that much of a veteran at anything, but I really appreciate the shout out and the kudos uh, and the warm welcome and introduction. Looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, uh, I was actually, you and I bumped into each other at an event. I think we were in DC maybe. And I was like, oh, Chris is good. He's good for knowledge anyway. And now he's taking on this new role. And I think there's just a like, I think there's just becoming every day, there's more and more people in our industry. They're like, give me information. Where do I get my information? I can tell you all out there listening. And again, thank you to all. I always say this, but thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, it is just great. The community that we've created around this podcast. But Chris is one of those people that if you're not connected with, you should definitely be from his days on the carrier side to now taking on a an incredible role. And I'll kind of get to your journey here in a minute. I just want to give a quick shout out to Ron Berg, who retired, another individual that I consider to be a friend and a passionate believer in moving our industry forward. What I'm really excited about is, you know, I said, Ron is great. Ron did an amazing job. Chris, you're just going to put a little different lens on this thing. So I'm extremely excited to see what your stamp looks like on, on ACT. Um, but before we dig into kind of what I think, so for those, we'll tease you. T today's topic is technology is not a strategy. That's what we're kind of calling this ep episode. But before we do, Chris, for those that either don't know you or want to kind of get a little deeper into where you've been, why you're here, kind of tell us about your journey to, to today. How did we get here? Yeah, thanks, Rick. And again, I just really appreciate the opportunity always to connect with you and and uh, to talk shop with anybody who want to talk. I've grown incredibly passionate about independent agency and the health of the independent agency channel. So, uh, but that didn't come, I guess, organically. So really abbreviated journey from, from the years gone by. Uh, actually, I'm a fine art major. Started off uh, <laughs> as a graphic designer. Wow. So, you know, there's a lot of folks in our industry and it's become cliche to talk about. None of us really intended to be here, um, although that's changing, which is a really cool thing. But so I interned at Westfield Insurance um, mm -hmm. as I went to school just up the road and I was a graphic designer. Spent a moment at a printing company for all intents and purposes. I spent I spent my entire career with Westfield and got to do an incredibly diverse number of things. And I guess I say that was either testimony to my own intellectual curiosity, also Westfield's desire to give people career opportunities, or if you stick around long enough, you get to try everything, I guess. But yeah, that's true. But I was a graphic designer. I was in sales as a field rep. I was in marketing, compliance, training, ran a personal lines division for a number of years, but uh, spent the last 10 or so leading agency distribution. And I say this a lot, but when I was a sales manager, 
went out into the field again, graphic designer guy, internal home office person, and went out into the field and started to work with agencies and a light bulb went off. I didn't know what was going off at the time, but it was really tapping into the entrepreneurial spirit that unfortunately, or unfortunately, I guess, is stuck in a conservative person's body. Mm -hmm. um, so I say it's why I'm sitting on the opposite side of the desk from most agency principals when I meet with them, but I am infinitely curious uh, and fascinated by the fact that at you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, when every independent agency flips their lights on, they kind of have the same two goals. They want to find new customers, keep the ones they've got. But beyond that, the similarities start to unravel pretty quickly. So yeah. whatever the studies are, 35,000 agencies, 35,000 ways to run an independent yeah. agency. So I always, Chris, I always say, if you've been to one agency, you've been to one agency. Yeah, perfect. That's totally right. Um, yeah. But along the way, Rick, and I'll sum up here real quick, but through that journey working in the field, uh, helping agencies in personal lines and really getting fully immersed in the industry in the last, I don't know, five to 10 years on the distribution side, it became very, very clear to me that I was deeply passionate about the industry, loved the things I got to do where I was giving back to the industry, mm -hmm. learning, sharing, all the kind of things that go along with it. And I wasn't looking to leave. I left a fantastic company doing great things and investing incredibly in the future. But Ron Berg, who you mentioned, truly the incomparable Ron Berg, yes. gave me a call over the winter and says, hey, I'm looking at uh, retiring sometime in 2022, and I've had a chance to be a part of choosing my successor. And that's how he ended up as the executive director of ACT. Right. And uh, I know there were some phenomenal people, uh, not who necessarily, but uh, sounded to me like tough cho tough choice for them, but uh, just humbled, humbled to be here and learn again, go right back into full-blown learning mode and helping mode, hopefully. I think what's great, Chris, and I've said this, I've had Ron on the show, you've been on the show, I've had, as you know, many people on the show, and and the one sort of correlation between all of them the 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 quality that seems to be consistent throughout the people that we have on the show is this level of two, two things level of passion to help let that and that's not a stretch in our industry because i think generally we have a an industry that wants to lean in and help others but that but for me and when i say you know i count you as a friend that's part of that is a similar thinking model that you and i have around trying to take this this independent channel, this insurance industry and move it forward. So we have that in common, which is the same as a lot of our, a lot of our guests, a lot of people that you and I, you know, we, we run in similar circles, if not, you know, there's a lot of overlap just because this industry isn't as big as you think. Uh, but the other piece is the curiosity piece. And for me, that's the piece that you really have like really made your thing. And then maybe that comes from your creative background or whatever it is, but, but curiosity is how you grow that curiosity and being willing to ask questions, being willing to hear answers, right? That's, that's the, that's the difference between, you know, somebody who is going along and maybe wants to help, but has, you know, sort of putting their instilling their beliefs in others to those that are saying, that's cool. Let me tell you how I do it. You tell me how you do it. And let's together come up with version 2.0 that could be the best or better. And so I really appreciate that about you. And I appreciate that about the new, the, your new position, because I think that level of curiosity and that lens that you use will bode well for our industry. So welcome to your new position. Welcome to this next journey of curiosity and passion that you're on. 
I'm just glad I'm just glad to be a part of it. Glad to to be able to watch you take act to even a higher level, Chris. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the the call out on curiosity too. I've been fairly public that I'm kind of a science, a science junkie. So I think there's a natural curiosity baked into that. And yeah. the times I spend listening to other podcasts or reading things about the nature of the universe. Um, oddly enough, it's fascinating how at times when I'm in that mode, I have like a, a business epiphany that comes to light. So yeah, these things do come together and you're right. This is a really large community of people who truly want to help. And, yeah. you know, I, I generally say this in large settings when we're together in this format or we're at an industry event, we're kind of all on the same team, right? Yep. There's stuff we got to watch out talking about, but we'll compete over accounts tomorrow. But right now sure. let's, let's try to be better. Well, even when, like for me, like on the vent, on the, the, the tech side, the insure tech side, like I'll be in a room with people from some of my competitors. And as long as we're all like-minded in the idea of what we're trying to get, pushed forward in this industry and that that the advocacy and evangelism for these agents is at the top of mind that it's same thing right it's the same thing i want to have those conversations i want to you know just be i want to embrace that we're not over here going mind mind i don't want to do that like it's it's a it's a the ability for us to to move the agency forward. Okay, let me shift gears here chris let's get into the meat of this thing so enough of the lovey-dovey stuff enough of let, let's go my, one of my favorite sayings that I of all sayings is hope is not a strategy. I always like people you don't plan like Dylan will tell you that I probably bring up planning or making a plan in minimum of one out of two episodes, probably more like three out of four. So hope hoping and you know wishing is not a strategy, but I want to take it to a different level here and and have you kind of give me your perspective on on this as sort of the title or the 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 you know the headline for what you and I are going to talk about which is technology is not a strategy. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it's fascinating and I promise we won't spend the next 20 minutes talking about this uh, <laughs> although we could probably spend the next 20 days talking yeah, about Yeah, we could. This. But easily. You know, it, in a nutshell, like what I've observed prior life this in this life and we're in pretty unique times where there's so much so many options technology-based options for agencies and the proliferation of marketing tools and social presence and these really great events we all go to. I just talked to so many agencies who seem more singularly focused on their technology choices and the decisions they make to the point where at times uh, it creates inaction, creates significant fear or Buying and trying and and uh, spending a lot of time, effort, and money on things that that don't necessarily work. And so, what I, at least I've tried to kind of put in my own mind here, or think through this in my own way, Rick, is when they ask me that carrier now, whatever, just as a friend, like take a breath, right? We're mm -hmm. don't don't think about technology as as your strategy. Like stop and take a pause and think about what you are as a business, what matters to you the customers you're trying to attract, the geography you want to serve, are there any niches that you want to serve? How do you want to show up in your community? Like all of those things are still true. They're deeply woven in together. And if you're clear on that, then you can kind of come back and take an objective view about how you can better operationalize each of those things 
So your strategy is your strategy and technology is part woven into that. That's why, because because awesome, awesomely thinking here, I'm like, okay, so we're going to call, say technology is not a strategy. And while this is a podcast and we try to be as agnostic to company sure. and all of that on this episode, we're still a tech company that I still work for a tech company. So, but I agree with you. Like, like that's the piece where people get like, people will be like, well, what should I do? Like, what technology should I use? And I'm like, well, hold on. Like you just said, take a breath. I always say, take a beat. What, what are you trying to accomplish? And, and you mentioned at the very beginning, you said the two, the two things that every agency is striving for in, in a very, you know, kind of generic way, which is more customers, keep your customers. I add a third when I, when I say the exact same thing to you from being an agency owner, which was how do I keep my staff from wanting to kill me? And so that's, that's a great one, you know, because honestly in, in the day, like, and we're talking like I'm old, so it's like paper files moving across desks, but my, the, every insurance agency is overworked. So if part of your strategy, not, not your tech strategy, but your strategy for your business, I want to get more customers. Here's how I'm going to do that. I want to retain more customers. Here I'm, here's how I'm going to do that. I want quality of work life for my staff to be this. Here's how I'm going to do that. Those here's how I'm going to do that could very, very much include an insane amount of work, effort, energy toward you leveraging technology, but make the strategy first and then fill in where you can move the needle using tech. Am I, am, am, are we saying the same thing or are we, are we, are we sort of running parallel with each other? Uh, pretty typical, Rick. We're on the same page. You know, <laughs> another way I would, I guess, maybe kind of season this conversation, we all probably have heard some version of, these, of this adage, whether it's change management or, or business execution, people, process, and technology. It takes PPT. Yep. Yep, to make things work. And so sometimes I have been asked, not sometimes, I have been specifically asked, what do you mean when you say something like this, Chris? And so this is a hyperbolic example, or maybe it's, it, it's overly vanilla, but when you go to some of these tech-oriented agencies, it's pretty common to hear um, a successful, highly digitized agency. They might be fully invested in top of the funnel SEO strategy, yep. inbound lead acquisition, they're using VAs, sort of outsourcing some of their servicing, leveraging carrier service centers. Their staffing model is entirely different. They're not really paying commissioned-based producers to go hunt in the way. Nothing wrong with that. It's a business model. But sometimes the projection is on a more traditional agency who might be county seat-based, serving a few local counties, definitely still has commissioned-based producers, service-oriented, deeply involved in the community, sponsoring the ball team, plugged into the local Kiwanis, very successful business model. It's worked for years. The tools that the SEO, top-of-the-funnel-driven digital agency is using just will not work or translate to the county seat agency or the traditional type agency unless they've made comparable levels of focus and investment on the people capabilities Mm -hmm. And the processes. So what are you going to do if all of a sudden you have, you know, 25 inbound leads a day from all of your investment at SEO, if you have not built all of the back office support to get those phone calls returned or those quotes out the door or whatever it is. So it's a long way of thinking about it, but two, 
two successful, somewhat diverse agency models that the tools each of them need differ today. And what types of skills training or hiring business, you know, decisions do I need to make behind the scenes to make sure that my agency is supported to handle those changes in that technology? I want to slow down so people can, I want, to, I want people to write this part down. So go back for me and give me the words again. So everyone pick up your pen, pick up your stylus, start typing the buckets for PPT is how you start to structure a strategy. So give, give it to us slowly. Give me PPT again. Slowly. No, in all sincerity, uh, people, process, and technology. Yep. And when you think about the strategy for your agency, again, all those things we chatted about briefly, Rick, what is it you want to be? Who do you want to serve? And how do you want to serve them? It's a way of differentiating. That starts to create very intentional actions and choices around the types of people you would like in your agency the skill sets they have, the numbers of people with certain skill sets. So do we have the right numbers of the right people doing the right jobs? Right. And then the processes that support the execution of that strategy with the people you've, you've hired and the technology then where available enables that. So you can create efficiencies, scale, and getting the people you pay to do things that are commensurate with the value that you pay them and either automate something that doesn't add the same level of value or have somebody different pay grade do it. So thinking about each of those pieces is seemingly elementary, but it can take a lot of work. But I believe that where the technology choices show up and people are having successful installations, not spinning their wheels, and on the other side, seeing business value from that, whether they're intentional about it as much as they can be, they're also thinking and contemplating about your third bullet point. How am I going to keep my staff from killing me? Yeah. Yeah. Because this, that's, the, that's the move. Like I, I was, I was talking to an agency this morning, this morning and the, the two, the two main topics were my staff is overworked, but then the yin and yang of that was, but I don't know that they'll change. <laughs> It's like that. That's where the adoption. That's where the the intervention, so to speak, of of everyone in the agency buying into where you're going, which is why if you frame it in your mind, whether that's through people, process, technology, and using the PPT, whether that's the, the I'm putting up my three fingers and I'm saying, how do I get more business? How do I keep my business? And how do I keep my staff from killing? Whatever your like baseline is for building your strategy, start there figure out what you want and move forward. And everybody's on a different part of their journey. Like you've, you, they've, if you've listened to the show, you've heard me kind of tell the story about the person I asked a few months ago about their position in their journey as it related to technology. And the answer was we were very tech forward. And, and I responded with, okay, great. Tell me more about that. And they're like, well, you know, like we have two monitors on each desk. And I, I, I held back a giggle thinking, wow, that is not what most people consider tech forward. But in the mind of that person, they had taken a big step and on their journey, they were moving forward. And that's the goal to this thing is it isn't, there is no perfect recipe because there is no agency that's like another. And everybody has to deal with personalities. And like you said, people, process, what technologies, what 
unwinding of old things that we've done that we have to fix. So if you look at it more globally and then find your little areas to dig into, wherever you are on your journey, just start moving beyond that. Start the next step and then the next. You don't have to go from, okay, well, we're still using a facsimile machine and rotary dialing phones, but tomorrow I want to be using AI and machine learning. Like that, that's not the, that's not the, that's not the route. And to, to Chris's point here, like technology is, is not a strategy. Technology is what you do to get to the goals of your strategy. That's the way you need to look at this and break it down into little bite-sized chunks. And from there is where you start to see progress. And that progress does not have to be overnight. And if you're somewhere and your buddy who owns an agency is somewhere else in his journey, you don't have to leapfrog him. You just have to move forward. Do you agree with that, Chris? Yeah, I do, right? That's a great insight, Rick, because everybody's on the journey somewhere. And right. I'll leave the name out of it. We probably both know this, this person who owns an agency, but one of his social media taglines under his name is making my agency 1% better every day. Yep. I know. Um, about and we all know the math means you never get to 100% on that. And there's no such thing as perfection. And there's no such thing as done because the world changes too fast. But just incremental growth, incremental change, incremental improvements along our trajectory and a pace that aligns with your strategy. And I think the only the, the independent agency channel is really short diversion, but the market share is still a, still incredibly strong relative to what mm-hmm. the independent channel has always held. So customers still find value in what we all do. The journey is about continuing to make sure that we're doing that. We're creating an environment where employees want to come and work and consumers find value in what we do. And we're, we're doing that in the middle of an epidemic, a pandemic, and significant amount of influx of technological change in our industry. So Mm -hmm. we can do this with control and pace and intention, but the only risk is being stagnant. Right. And and I think the other thing we do is like I mentioned, okay, well, my buddy is somewhere else in his journey and, you know, AI or, you know, machine learning, whatever it is, that's this shiny kind of shiny toy that doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you today maybe it is in a while maybe it is some other point what so i always say the two things that are most important is that you are moving forward and that you're not moving to a place where you have to move backwards to then again move forward so using that as a as a gauge as you look at strategy as you look at uh, ways to better your agency, whether that's technology, process, the right people, the amount of people, all of those things. It's not getting stuck in the, like, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Because again, wherever you are, and if you are way down that road and you truly aren't just two dual monitors, but you are, you know, you're tech forward, like you would, you and I would have a conversation about your agency. And I would say, yes, you're, you're doing that. It's still incremental, still one percent better every day, at at whatever that means. Like you said, the the people still want an agent; they still want to know there's a pro there that's giving them that information that's behind them assessing risk. So if you look at this through that lens, don't get stuck in the well. I got to do it today, or in the look at this shiny thing over here, right? Chris, give me your two cents on that. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you say shiny toy. One thing that kind of pops into my mind is this visual, and I. I baked it into uh, 
presentation I've started to give and just did it recently in one of the larger state associations. And every single person out there, I'm certain, has seen the movie Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Yes. And I think there's a perfect analogy for what we're talking about in that movie. And, you know, the subplot is he decorated his house and he bought every possible shiny decoration that was, I was going to say at Lowe's or Menards, probably at Kmart back in those days. (laughs) But he bought everything literally everything and clearly um, because they were all going to make his house the most beautiful on the street right but as we saw no thought no rhyme or reason to how it was being built how things were being wired how things were being put up clearly how to put them up because he fell and broke the neighbor's window out and but the thing was he just jammed all this stuff together in this massive collection of plugs and none of it worked Mm -hmm. none of it worked and you know so that's the fear I have for agency. And I've talked to agencies like that. So slowing back down. And I guess the magical scene was when they show it working, his wife was in there kind of helping sort things out. So the, the, the sub metaphor there is you can't do this alone, right? Right. right. <laughs> you need help. Yeah, I but love that. yeah. You know, but so by the time you start to think about how all this stuff goes together and being strategic about it and not needing everything, you can have a beautifully decorated home over the holidays, if that's what you want, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, no. And it's a great analogy for people to like, cause we need a reference point. We need a, we need a gut check on that. Right. And by the way, let's just, let me just say this. I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm seasoned, but the vacation series is a little underrated. I, I would say like Vegas vacation to me is one of the funniest movies from that era of, of all movies, but I, I don't want to digress, but, but I want people to remember that that's that like, for for those of us that have seen the movie, which is a lot of us elder statesmen, that scene when he when he clicks it together and nothing happens, you're like, that's what I want you to think of. You don't have to do everything. You just have to do something that is working toward the strategy that you set and working toward getting a little bit better today, moving down your technology journey, moving down your your path to better agency, to being a better better server of your customers. Chris, I, you and I, you know how this goes. You and I could talk for literally hours and I don't want to, I want to, I want to keep them. I want to keep them guessing. I want to keep them coming. I want them if they're not already to be super engaged with you. Uh, what's, what's the best, is it, is it still LinkedIn for you? Like what's the best way for people to kind of connect with you? Yeah, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and we're Very trying active. to build out. In a good way. Uh, and I'm, yeah. I mean that is a compliment. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully I'm not spamming the world out there. So personally active, and then we're trying to create more of a proactive social approach for ACT so that we can productize some of the great conversations we have with with our stakeholders around the industry. So it'd be a great place to connect. And um, Twitter's, I'm out there a little bit, nowhere near as active. I'm on, I love Instagram. It's a great way to just kind of share our personal lives with each other in a in a safe way as well. And then from an act perspective, give the website, because I think there's so much information there and people forget sometimes how much they can learn by just, just kind of plugging around the, the, the website. Yeah, it's at independentagent.com forward slash act. Yeah, there's some decent stuff out there. I've been, I was amazed at some of the stuff that was here yeah. and I'm, I'm kind of taking a shot at ourselves here a little bit, but it's the old analogy. If a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, you know, did it right. make a sound? We're going to start making some sounds with act, I think, and um, share what we've built with collaboration from so many stakeholders and members. But uh, 
try to get focused on some things where we think we can influence the industry in a positive way. Well, what I said at the beginning, Chris, I think it's just it, this, this is another example of that. I, I believe the industry has just gotten to be more curious. They want more. They want to know how they can learn. There's more resources now. And I believe that not only you specifically and connecting with you, but that website is a great place to generate that information. As always, my friend, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for being here. Absolute pleasure. Uh, and really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me back, Rick. Chris Klein, folks, uh, as as you mentioned, get get connected with him on LinkedIn. Don't forget to go check out the ACT website. Tons of information there. I will ask you this, what I always do, which is make sure you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then get a little deeper with our community and uh, come to the vertifor.com website. Go to resources, click on podcasts and subscribe there as well for bonus content. And just to, like I said, to be a little more connected to our community. Thanks to all of those out there who listen, those that connect with me and DM me on LinkedIn with great ideas for guests, questions they might have, ideas for rants, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, send me a note. I will definitely respond to you. Once again, our guest, Chris Klein, the executive director, new, newly appointed Executive Director of Agents Council for Technology. Thanks to him. Thanks to all of you. And we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.